everyone, welcome to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast, where we talk about what life is really like as a sibling to someone with special needs. I'm your host, Charlene, and today our guest is Doran. Did Hi. I get that right? Yay! Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. That was, that's, <laughs> I'm glad we got that. Um, and so I found Doran, I found you on Instagram, because um, your account is a, a safe space for sibs. Did I get that right? Yeah, it's um, yeah. a space for me. Um, and it's kind of um, started as um, an information account for siblings, but has kind of evolved to be more uh, family focused and kind of research focused too. Yeah. And so that's how I found you. And so I messaged you and here we are uh, recording yeah. a podcast episode. Yeah. So it's really, it's fun. Like we got to chat like off the record and stuff. So, which is always just, I always just like meeting sibs just for fun. Cause it's, it's. It's very, uh, like, it, it helps you feel validated and just, like, that you have space in the world and people who, like, understand your feelings and stuff. Uh, so I yeah. appreciate you coming on the podcast and also, like, being recorded also. Uh, so I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, no, totally. I, I agree with everything. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll hop right into it. So if you could lay out um, your family structure, like how many siblings you have, um, how like the age difference between your sibling and what their disability is. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I have one older brother and he is three years older than me. Um, I have no younger siblings, so it's just the two of us. Um, and we grew up um, in like a small, you know, me and my brother, my mom and my dad, a uh, pretty small family. And my brother is autistic. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's just me and my sister too. So I definitely understand the, there's just the four of you and you kind of like- Four <laughs> family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It feels um, small, but big sometimes. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Like, I was talking to someone yesterday where he was asking me about, like, what I did growing up, and I was like, I didn't do a lot, but I didn't want to get into, like, oh, my sister, like, has autism and the whole thing, so I was like, yeah. how do I talk about this? Yeah. So, so he goes, oh, were your parents strict? And I was like, yeah, let's go with that, right? Because I was like, I it's it was just easier to just go with that than to like go through all the stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i get you <laughs> yeah um and then um in terms of well autism is kind of a large uh spectrum but like there's a there's lots of diversity um in yes. people who have autism so are there any particular like traits or fun facts um about your brother because i know for my sister she's on the lower end of the spectrum so she's not as right. high functioning um yeah so about yeah. your brother oh i think like um what's so interesting about my brother is that um i feel at different times in his life there's been different um traits that you know he's been um have been like gifted to him in some ways, but also that he's been kind of struggling with too. Um, so he was um, diagnosed kind of later when he was six or seven. And it was at a time when they didn't particularly understand autism that much. So uh, they were trying to figure out, you know, what his diagnosis was. Um, I was three at the time. So kind of blissfully unaware about what was going <laughs> on, you know, yeah. um, and um, he is verbal, um, he's very charming. Uh, he's got lots of um, really cool and interesting special interests. 
oh, so that's he's really, fun. yeah it is it's really fun and it's helpful when they're really interesting because then I, I love talking to him about them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's always been really interested in geography and different countries and and movies old movies old movie stars um but he has a lot of challenges um he's got a lot of sensory challenges um, and he had, uh, when we were growing up, a, a lot of real challenges with transitions, um, new environments, um, mm -hmm. understanding when he could have something or when he couldn't have something, when something would be available for him. Um, and then lots of like self-regulation challenges too. Mm -hmm. So um, those have kind of been kind of what I've experienced with him growing up as his sibling. Um, and they have gotten easier for him as he's grown. And like yeah. now he's, you know, uh, over 40. So uh, he's a lot, um, transitions are easier for him. But I also think that that's probably because we understand how we can present transitions to him now and how we mm -hmm. can talk to him through stuff. And, and back when we were kid, when we were kids and when my parents were dealing with autism, there wasn't really that information or that research. So it was kind of like a lot of trial and error. Oh, er yeah. Yeah. Which can yes. go really wrong. Right. Yeah. And it, but it's so hard too, because they just have to, they just, they're just winging it. Cause they're like, what if yeah. we try this? And then it could That's be. That's exactly it. Like... It's like, it's a lot of winging it. It's like, let's go to this supermarket on a Sunday. That's really busy, but you know, we've heard really good things about it. And it's like, oh, yeah. that didn't go well. That's yeah. funny because and it, it makes me think about like, yeah, when we would take my sister to the mall and it was this thing where like, you know, we would only go to certain malls or certain times or like we would only walk on certain, it, like in certain sections of it yes. to avoid things. Yeah. But at the time I like never, like, it's weird. Like I didn't connect those things together, but like now that yeah. you're mentioning, I'm like, oh yeah, like that was my parent. Yeah. Cause even when my sister di got diagnosed, so she was three. But even at that time, like, w which was after your brother was diagnosed, right? So, e but even mm -hmm. in that time, like, there was, I think there was more information, but I don't think about necessarily, like, yeah, like, the like the regulating and kind of, like, how to foster the information and, like, how to care for them. It was more oh, about yeah. kind of what autism was as a yeah. general like idea and yes and things. yeah, yeah. Well, something that's been really uh exciting for me is um so I'm originally from Ireland and right now there's this great group in Ireland that are um kind of you know they're made up of um a, a bunch of uh neurodiverse people and they're um advocating for changes to these kind of environments um, so they're um, advocating for like quiet hours in supermarkets and sensory friendly cinema um, oh, and, you know, cool. getting communication boards and playgrounds. And because um, really, I, I feel like that's a, a huge part of it is just like our the, our environments are not set up for neurodiversity. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we can, you know, um, support that modification. Um, then I, I think things, oh, obviously there's still a lot of challenges, but yes. things should be easier. Yeah. And it just makes it more accessible is not the word approachable. There we go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, it's kind of, it reminds me of this. I don't, so in the U S 
what a lot of people that I've been noticing, and by people I just mean like, you know, larger organizations. So what they're doing is in playgrounds and even like at the airports, they install these art installations that are like interactive. And so, you know, they have like this, it's like a bird with wings, but there's like little xylophone keys inside the wing. So you can like get the little mallet and then like play music on this bird. But if when you oh, no. look at it, it's just a bird. Like you wouldn't think that it's interactive. And so I've noticed that that is in existence at a lot of parks now um, where they're just like, they have like these things you play on, but you can also like hit them to like make music. And so I'm wondering like, oh, like, you know, it's just the, uh, you're creating a place where you want to walk there and then you end up finding all these little kind of like trinkets. So yeah. then, like, as you, as we like all over the world, if we start like kind of having more like interactive things like that, then it, and it, it creates an environment where like, oh, it's not just you're including people, you're actually just educating people because they're like, oh, look, that looks cool. And you just want to go up to it like naturally. Totally. Like, oh, it's just, it just looks cool. Yeah. 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 And I think like I'm always, I was so cautious that I don't want to speak on behalf of my brother's experience. Um, but definitely from my experience, um, you know, having uh, environments that are challenging for my brother uh, also made it challenging for me as a child too. Right. So okay. it, you know, um, it, it does help the family, just all, all members of the family to um, create these neurodiverse friendly, autistic friendly environments and stuff. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's these like small modifications that can really make a big difference. Yeah, it's crazy. And then even like what you mentioned earlier about your brother um, self-regulating, that's something that like, I look back at my sister, I'm like, oh, like, that explains a lot. Not that we had the vocabulary at all. Because even for myself, like, I just learned what how to regulate, like, within the last, I don't know, six months. Like, I understood right. what that yes. meant just because, yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, oh, but yeah, when I think back at all the times that she's ever gotten upset, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that that's... Because I also thought she was just trying to cope or deal with it. Like, oh, no, but she needs to actually regulate in order to get there. But if she doesn't have the... The tool skills. set yeah, yeah. Or the skills or anything that she she actually can't feel better no matter what we did because she yeah. has to be able to do it for herself which is different than like what i would do which is different than like what someone else would do yeah totally yeah, yeah. It's, i mean yeah i think that's a really good point in that sometimes we're expecting so much from people in terms <laughs> of their self-regulation and yeah. you know like uh it's it's you know it takes it's hard for us um like I think of my daughter and mm -hmm. she's two right now. And I'm like very mindful that uh, as an adult, sometimes I can still have many tantrums over things. <laughs> so to give her that grace and that space to kind of figure it out is important. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, it's, yeah, tantrums and meltdowns are all, I like thinking about the times when it was painful, but I'm like, you know what? I throw fits at home. My husband has to deal with those. I'm like, okay, like we, we all, we are all guilty of like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I have a lot of behavior around computers not working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so one of the things that you mentioned that you want to talk about since we like to keep it open for which we've, we've already like talked about a variety of things. Um, but, uh, was sibling self-care. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's something that um, is important to me just as a value, but also I'm right now pursuing um, a master's in counseling psychology. So it's become more and more of a focus for me of um, working on self-care and, and teaching siblings self-care from kind of a young age um, and being able to support that part for them that's that self-regulation piece I guess it's coming back to um as I feel I was quite fortunate in having parents that did encourage that self-care for me um so for me that looks like getting quiet time you know I'm a, a little bit of a I would say I'm, I'm more introverted or um as a person and I like to, I need that quiet time. I need time with books mm. and I need time mm -hmm. by myself. And I notice that if I have a lot of time where I'm, you know, maybe with people a lot or doing a lot of things that are very um, social heavy, um, that will burn me out quite quickly. Um, mm. So that's something that as a child, my parents encouraged me or they really encouraged a love of books for me. And that was always my safety whenever oh, things were getting overwhelming, yeah. you know, is that I could go and read. And even if it was somewhere like um, where my parents were trying to figure something out with my brother and it was somewhere out in the community, if I had a book, I could take that book out and that would oh, distract me right yeah. from what was going on. And it was such a useful tool for me. It gave me so much safety um, and so much self-care throughout my life. Yeah. Uh, and it's still a skill that I use. Like I notice um, if I'm, I'm getting stressed out, I'm like, I need to read more. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, what I love about it is, you know, if you read, you don't um, uh, look at other things. You can't. So if you're watching a movie, you can yes. look at your phone now, right? Or you can be yeah. talking or doing other things, but books yeah. kind of shut that out. So that was just my own kind of version of self-care. Um, but it, it's unique for everybody, like what, what they um, like to do. But I think it's important and valuable that siblings are encouraged to create and nurture that very important tool for them um because that's what's going to help them when things get a bit overwhelming um and there's a lot going on yeah that's it's so good there's there's so many like there's so many good thoughts in there and it's 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 crazy because i didn't so for me I, I'm trying to, I was thinking about like what my safe space was, like as you were sharing about like when you were like younger, you just like had your books. And I was like, the thing that I found safety in was like my stuffed animals and I would just make worlds and I would just use my imagination, have them like talk to each other. I would like have yeah. them just be like little people. Yeah. And, and it was, and it's this, it's this thing where like, I didn't even realize that's like what I was doing. But like as you're kind of describing like how you felt like when you're reading, I was like, oh, like yeah, like if, like if I don't have them, I'm very like uptight. Like I know right. something is wrong. Like I have to have like one of them because then I know like I feel safer. Like yeah, oh, I totally. Yeah, and it was kind of like the safety of your imagination too, right? Of being creative and being able yeah. to kind of go into that world, which is really important for a child. 
Yeah, so that was definitely where I just felt safe because I was like, that's away from everything and everyone. Like, I can just pretend whatever I want to be is real. Yeah, because, and then I think more recently, so as I've gotten older, so I mean, I still have a lot of stuff down because I do feel better with them. So they're just yeah. like at home, they're at home everywhere. Like, I have like them in every room so that if I go into every room, I have one. Yeah, the same with me in books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what I've also realized is that, like, so I didn't get, I got into reading much more recently, but I also realized that I'm much more visual. So I like reading a lot of, like, graphic novels versus reading text, which I guess it just translates better in my brain because I I like to use my imagination and, like, picture it. Yeah. And so not only that, but, like, I listen to a lot of stuff. So so what I'll do to regulate sometimes if I'm, like, if I can feel my heart rate, like, I'm just really stressed out, I will put on something, like, really educational and just listen to, like, a very long podcast about, like, space or, like, you know, like, about, like, the ocean or... Like, li- like, I really like, um, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, so I'll, like, listen to people analyze music yeah, <laughs> for, like, an hour. Yeah, I'll just... yeah. and, I, and yeah. I always, I used to wonder why I liked that stuff as a kid. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, or not a kid, just, like, growing up, you know, in high school or whatever. Like, I just thought, oh, I really like behind-the-scenes stuff. But I'm like, oh, no, like, I like the the, like, intricacy and, like, I like the, the education. The detail. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I would always feel better after. I'm like, oh, I've learned something, and I feel better. So I should just... <laughs> so that, yeah. that was, I found out that was regularly as I got... As obviously, like, access to the internet has, has increased at that point in time versus, yeah. like... Right, there's so many more of those podcasts and you can kind of find your tribe a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, I love, um, you know, all those podcasts that are like talking about books and breaking down themes and, you know, character analysis. I'm like, oh, yes, this is my jam. I can listen to this all day. Yeah, yeah, it always, yeah, I always learn so much. But yeah, it's, it's a funny thing, like like the love of learning but in the format that you want instead of yeah. just oh like i'm in school now i have to like read these like books and stuff like that um, yes and that can make it not as fun for you to want to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah. i did uh, my first degree was in english and i i chose it because i i love to read and then after three years i was like i do not want to read a single book for like another two years <laughs> so it kind of had the opposite effect on me Oh, no, I, I kind of did something similar. Not exactly, but so I really liked music and I played music for a long time. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get a degree and like produce music. And then like I did it and I'm like, you know, music is a hobby because because I would be with the people who I was in school with and like they were yeah. so good. And I'm like, I don't like it that much. I just... <laughs> Um, yeah it's like I prefer to read what I'm not forced to read yeah Um, yeah I actually I joined a really great book club and it's perfect for me because it's about uh reading whatever you want so I could never like be in a book club where um you know you have to read like Middlemarch right and everyone has to read it um but everyone just shows up and talks about what they're reading that month and oh, I love that that's, because, yeah, that's you get to find out what everybody else is reading and get some book reviews and then you get to talk about a fun book that you're reading that you're reading into. 
I was like, that sounds like such a great idea because then, then, because then it gives you like the incentive and the accountability to actually read it, right? Because you have to like now talk to people about it instead of just like, yeah, not you know, just like oh, you know, someone else will just answer these questions or like talk about like yeah, I don't have to like participate, but because everyone's reading something different, like you actually have you have a contribution to like to make to the larger group. Yeah, and it feels like you're getting more honest reviews of books as well from people because, yeah. um, you know, they're going to tell you if, if it's not great. <laughs> they're going to be honest <laughs> about it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, yeah. Hobbies are so fun. Do, does your brother have any hobbies that he, I mean, I guess he he has his, like, topical things that he really likes, but is there anything he likes to go and do that's either related or not related to he those does. things? He does. He's so fun. Um, we, we like a lot of the same things, actually. We, um... He loves to go on drives, um, and uh, like I am, um, you know, we're we're Irish, and I'm from Ireland, and driving through Ireland is really beautiful. Mm. So we like to um, when I go home, uh, we sp- we plan a lot of kind of road trips. Um, he loves he's a bit of a foodie. Uh, so oh, that's loves, cool. Uh, to kind of go out and um, you know we'll go get coffee and like. Uh, cake at places or we'll plan some nice meals to have and he loves and he loves to watch movies um and he loves listening to music uh so okay. there's a lot of, and his music was honestly a lot better than mine when um, oh, really? <laughs> I was trying to figure out my music taste uh when I was growing up and a lot of like what was really big was like techno and trance and a lot of that type of music that wasn't really my vibe but I was mm-hmm. listening to it because my friends were oh yeah, it's popular it's, like you know you can get it popular. everywhere like yeah. it's easy yeah but my brother was listening to like the Beatles and the Cure and Depeche Mode and, oh, the- you know, like, and then when I started getting into that music I was like yeah. oh, taking his CDs you know so <laughs> he's yeah he's a lot cooler than I am to be honest yeah <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. No, my sister, like, it's, it's not that she, I don't know what kind of music she likes, but she's very particular about having music in certain environments. So, like, Mm -hmm. if she's in a car, the radio has to be on and it has to play music. It can't be, like, talk radio. Right. So, and she's very, like, and it was so funny because when I'm with my parents, Right in the in and and we're all four in a car. She's very like vocal about the radio needing to be on, or if she doesn't like the song, she'll like you know mandate to switch it, kind of things like that. Yeah, and it was yeah. and it, yeah, and it was this thing that made me laugh though was so my husband and I. This is before we got married, but so so we drive my sister. I don't know where. And so she's in the back seat. She always sits behind the driver's seat. That's just like her spot in any car, regardless. So she either sits in the front seat or behind the driver, depending on how many people it is. And so she, so we get in the car and she's like pointing to the radio, but like not, you know, she can't like, I mean, sure, her motor skills are much better, but she couldn't point, right? She's just like kind of her hell hand is like gesturing. Yeah. And I'm like looking at her. And I'm like, what the heck is she talking about? Right? Because I like I've never seen her do that. And so my husband picked up like, oh, like, would you like me to turn on the radio? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? She I was like, she and I told I told Isn't that funny. Yeah, and I told my husband, like, after my sister had gone out, I was like, she was so nice. 
Like, yeah. what is that? Right? And it was crazy because she had connected, like, oh, like, I can't just yell at him because she's he's not mom and dad and Charlene. But I was like, that, it was so funny. But I was like. It, it, it's interesting <laughs> with a fresh perspective, right? Of like, especially yeah. when you like, you know, you grow up within a family and you, you do things a certain way. And mm-hmm. sometimes like, I love that with somebody who's maybe supporting my brother in a different environment will tell me something. And I'm like, huh, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. I, you know, I didn't see that. I haven't noticed that. And it, it's so nice to get that, um, someone who, who's, um, uh, seeing your sibling from a different perspective and what they can see. Yeah, I think I'm definitely like right now because my sister, so she just got into her housing or not just got, she recently moved, I think in the, the, what is it? Like the end, like the fall of 2021. So oh, she's wow. been there. She kind of went through like her transitional period, like with my parents and then like, you know, trying to hire staff and like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I went to go visit her. And it was like the that was so strange at that time when I went because I was like to meet someone who like is learning the things that I've known for so long is such like a like a it's like an outside of body experience almost because I'm like oh wait like oh yeah like they have to know these things about her and it and I felt very like uh. I don't know. I was like, I was jealous a little bit because I was like, oh, wait, like, that's not fair. Like, they get to, like, you know, continue to be with her and then they get to tell my parents, oh, by the way, we're going to do this stuff. I'm like, wait, but I've said that for so long. But it, I look for it. But then, like, as you're bringing up, I'm like, oh, but it's that's also, like, very early in her moving versus, yeah. like, I think your brother's been in his housing situation for like a much longer period of time than like a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> like... no, he's been, he's had his own, um, he moved out about 20 years ago and um, is very happily settled um, in his home. Um, but yeah, it's an it's a interesting transition period. I do remember that. Um, because it's a big transition for you too as a sibling. Yeah, and that just made me well. feel better yeah. that you said that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, there, there's hope at the end. Because I yeah. was like, as my, I, I was so afraid I'm going to just feel like this forever. And I'm like, this is yeah. terrible. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it is okay. definitely a big transition at the beginning and a lot going on and, and a transition for everybody. And um, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's interesting, but very exciting as well. To um, I, I remember feeling so excited for my brother because I had moved out the year before, and I wanted that for him, you know. Yeah. And, and I felt like, oh, this is so cool for you. You get to, you know, have your own space and you know figure yeah. things out a little bit away from us. Yeah, and that was and that was that's a crazy thing too. Because for so me and my sister, we moved basically at the same time like so, right. so I had, oh that yeah. must have been a big transition for your parents yeah so I had <laughs> I mean I moved out because I got married but I was still like 20 minute drive like that's not yeah that's not the same thing as like I mean there that's its own thing but yeah when we both we so she moved south like an hour and a half two hour drive and I moved north like a 10 hour drive so and we moved like the same week <laughs> to those things so yeah Yeah. so my parents did that that was probably rough on that but yeah but that's why it's so funny because when I when I talked to her like on video 
it's like she's just like chilling she's like on her sofa super relaxed just doing whatever she does i was like oh like she's just it's like i can see her settling into her own space in her life and i'm like oh like the projected future is like it's exciting because it's like oh she has her own right she has her own room that's actually her own room not just like oh it's a room like in our house and she can like have her own stuff and like watch her own movies and like yeah, like have her own life by yeah, herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I think too, like um I can't speak for, for bigger families, but I know like it in, in our family mm-hmm. we were very like on top of stuff, you know, yes. of, of like and you almost feel like, you know, uh, you have to like be like, oh, you know, don't do this or don't do that or yep. avoid yeah, these yep. environments and avoid that environment. And, yep. <laughs> and it takes me a little while to unlearn kind of all of those things. And um, yeah, it's it's a big transition for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because I didn't even think about how that type of transition just affects siblings no matter what. Because I was just so caught up in, like, me moving and then me going through my own stuff in parallel to it that I kind of was like, oh, yeah, even even if I hadn't moved, like, that's still a, like, I still would have felt something regardless of what it was. Because it's totally. just It's me, significant. Yeah, like, me and her being not in the same space at all and, like, not seeing her. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just so weird. Uh yeah, because there's just times where I just miss her because, like, I can't be with her. Because I can't, like, call her on the phone. Because even, even when I Skype with her, it's so short just because it's just me asking her questions that she may or may not want to answer. Yeah. And then, but it's like, oh, but I can't. But if I was just in the room with her watching TV, like, it wouldn't matter, right? Because it's like, you're in the same space. So I just, like... I miss that part of being able just to like be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, like I I live in a different country from my sibling now, which is like um, something I never thought I'd be able to do. I always thought I would have mm-hmm. to, you know, be at home, and it, it's amazing what can be manageable. Like, but again, because he has such a great support team, and yeah. we're very fortunate in a lot of ways. Um, but I know when, whenever I'm home um, and we're doing lots of fun things together, I'm almost like missing him while I'm still there because I'm like, you're so cool. And now I, you know, it's going to be like a couple of months before we'll be able to do all of these things together again. Um, so very fortunate to have uh, the WhatsApp and the FaceTime and all of those things. Yes. And, um, you know, it, there's nothing like someone at one time. Yeah, and moving away is also something I would have never thought either because it's like just growing up, right? You're I it's it's crazy how much in your subconscious you just go I'm just going to live here forever. Mm-hmm. Like because it's just like like I like I like I'm not I don't trust other people to take care of her. It's like what would I do, you know how I would do with it, but once she, once her housing situation got, like, solidified enough where I was like, okay, like, that's where she's going to be basically forever, I was like, oh, like, I I can leave now. Like, it was such, like, a, 
I had never, yeah, I just never realized how much I was really tying my own life to not moving just because I knew that she had to be somewhere where I could feel okay not being within, like, you know, an hour drive or whatever. Yeah. And be like, I can, I can move and, like, and I trust that I can, like, call the person who's in charge of her housing and, like, if something's wrong, I'll get called or I can call them or whatever, right? And obviously my parents are still involved with stuff, but just in the long, grander scheme of things, like, it's... It's yeah. okay, I'm not there. Well, I, I think that's a big, you know, piece of research about siblings is this this extra responsibility that siblings yeah. take on with or without, you know, kids will do this even without parents knowing, right? Because yeah. like little kids will just be like, I'm gonna, you know, always take care of my, my sibling. <laughs> and I think it goes back to like that self-care piece again of um, mm. me kind of realizing actually how I'm going to be a good sister is by taking care of myself and oh, yeah. you know that part of like me taking care of myself and uh, as much as I would love to uh, be able to be with him in Ireland I have to be here right now and I need to be yeah. you know commit to that and then understand that you know the time that we have together is going to be really memorable and great and wonderful and yeah. Um, you know, building that relationship too across two countries of like, we can still talk, we can still send each other emails, we can still, yeah. like he's, he's got some great skills because of me living here. You know, he learned how to write emails, he learned how to type. Oh, that's so cool. Things, right? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's, um, yeah, so it's been like kind of beneficial for him um, and for me too, you know, it's been, it's been good for both of us. Yeah, that's so interesting because the i mean due due to like the pandemic i think my sister she started to be like not not more aware but i guess she got used to like seeing people on screens because before we would do it and she would just kind of like run up squint in the camera because she can't see very well at this mm -hmm. time and then she kind of like would wave and then like go away yeah but i think due to like we always kind of just did it all the time, right? Because there's just there's just family members that we couldn't see just because they had to stay like actually inside their house at all times, and so that was the only way that my sister was gonna see anyone was just like if she would at least show up in in like a camera, and it's now it's like even when I talk to her, even though it's not that long, she'll like give me eye contact pretty much the whole time, which I think is pretty good for the fact that like I'm not in the room with her, but she's yeah. she's willing to like look in the camera so i'm excited to see like yeah like what the kind of the future holds for that just like yeah like what she can learn or what like the like kind of oh hey i can show her this thing because it's on camera and i can't like bring it with me when i go fly or drive to see her um but yeah i'll oh now i remember my thoughts like i had something when you 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 had sparked something in my brain and i lost it <laughs> but it came back and part of it was that like having the time apart has made me realize like what I actually like to do. Yeah. Instead of just, oh, I need to have this hobby because she can't go with me to do this other thing. So I have to like change my interests. Yeah. You know? So it's like, yeah, I think I've had more space to like try new things because it's like non-intrusive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to to yeah. our life and and living like you know with my parents and whatever. 
Yeah, totally. It gives you that time to explore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think too, um, what I really like about, you know, when we were talking about, um, more mural friendly kind of environments, like mm -hmm. in like movie theaters. And I remember going to some places like a museum or an exhibition and, and thinking, oh, my brother would really love to be here, but he would yeah. hate it because it's so busy. Oh, yeah. Now it feels like there's more opportunities because um, we can plan things around sensory friendly outings, you yeah. know, which is like um, a, in a way like enriching for both of us, you know, we get, we get to explore those things together too. So like there's things that I've learned uh, to explore by myself, but also things, new things that I can explore and share with him, which is yeah. very exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it gives me lots of hope to like, <laughs> in the, in yeah. the, in the like journey adventure of just being a sibling, because it's just, there's so many hard things that we deal with. I mean, the whole family deals with it, but, like, it's just very, I feel like it can also be very taxing on siblings, just in its own right, because it's, like, you know, they're, they're also, like, little people, too, right? Like, your, your parents are trying to raise multiple kids, and it's, that's a challenge when they have, like, different things, but it's also, like, you know, I, I, like, was a kid, but I had to help raise my sister, but, like, I did and didn't have a life at the same time and there's so many uh challenges but there's just lot, there's just lot, there's lots of obstacles to kind of yeah. overcome yes uh, yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think too like a lot of like early support around autism was more like parent directed or teacher directed yes um, I agree. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I'm a parent and, and I get why that's needed. Um, but what I really enjoyed uh, observing is just um, kind of the um, neurodiverse people sharing their experiences and advocating for their experiences and advocating for their needs and environments. Um, and then I think, too, like um, more research around siblings is starting to emerge and um, we're getting a bit more like um, information about how siblings can be uh, impacted by, you know, the environment not being set up for people with, you know, people who are different, right? Yeah, because there, there's so many, yeah, there's so many like, they're not hacks, but they are, right? Hacks around like, oh, like, you know, we'll go to a carnival and I'm like, oh, I know that there's a bunch of kids screaming here. So I'm going to intentionally go the opposite direction because I know that my sister would then like throw a fit or like, oh, like there's yeah. food here. So we know that we have to avoid right. certain types of food or whatever. And it's like, but yeah, yeah but you're, if there you're was... constantly like modifying the environment a little bit to make yeah, it it's, yeah. adjustable. Yeah. But it's also mm -hmm. like, it, it's crazy because it's like, there, there's a, and there's a certain level of that you can't avoid, right? But there's also a certain level of it that you can, like, hey, we can make it conducive to being a little bit more, uh, yeah, like, inclusive or just not as insane. <laughs> totally. I, I think a, a really big thing for me is um, when I got married back in 2013. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we had, like, a 
like a small enough wedding. It was like a hundred people. Yeah. Uh, but I remember my brother was uh, like, you know, experiencing some more challenges, uh, mm -hmm. back then. And, um, for us, we were really focused on ensuring that he could be there. First of all, it was very yes. important to me that he was at my yes, wedding. Yes, me too. Me too. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I and also that he would enjoy himself and enjoy his time. Yeah. Um, so we spent a bit of time, like just bringing him there, like me and my fiance at the time, we would bring oh, him to okay. the venue yeah. and like yeah. get coffee. And then we, we had a great setup where the, uh, they gave us like this nice little nook and, uh, we oh. had all of his things there, you know, like oh. his DVD player. He had like a weighted blanket yeah. and he had all of the, and just most importantly, it was quiet and it was available for him. Yeah. So throughout the day, he would go in and out and in and out, out of that, like as much as oh, he needed to. So cool. yeah. It was like, yeah, it was the best day. And it was just for me, like for him to be able to enjoy it and be happy at it was like hugely meaningful. So it, yeah. it's like, those are the things that like, uh, yeah, like you kind of have to put a lot more thought into it as a sibling um uh yeah. but also like you get this richness from that experience right that i don't know if other people would experience that yeah i right? think that's something i've as i've talked to more siblings i think that's something that i'm starting now to appreciate more um versus when i when i'm not with other siblings and i think just there's a lot of stuff where or not stuff but I think when I look back on, like, some of the stuff that, like, we did as a family growing up, I'm like, oh, you know, like, I wish we had done these things, hmm. right? Which were, like, quote-unquote more normal, um, which that is, that's its own thing. But hmm. I think now that as I've, yeah, just as I've gotten older and I've talked to more siblings, I think I'm, I'm realizing that, like, you know, it's, we live a very unique life, and that's something that, there's a lot of things that, like, would, I'm pretty sure, like, my life trajectory would be, would be very different had my sister not been diagnosed. Just, like, yeah, because there's just certain people that I would have never met or yeah. just had friendships with, and I was like, you know, like, and that's something to, to be very appreciative of, because it's like, the, the, and there's a certain lens that I'll look through the world, and there's going to be times where, like, a lot of people don't understand it and I can't explain it, which in, in those times in real time, it's very unfortunate because I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to go through this energy kind of like what I was saying earlier about like my right. coworker and it's like, whatever. But, but there's other times when I get, when I, when I get someone who understands like, or when I talk to Sibs or whatever, or what, even when I'm with my sister, I'm like, oh, you know, like this, it's, it's it's worth all of this other things that could be aggravating because it's like to see them grow and to learn just be humans and like kind of they they trek through the world in their own life and I'm like you know what like they're enjoying it like that's I should also enjoy because they're also they're enjoying it too totally and yeah I mean I, I think the the older I've gotten and, and the more I've kind of you know read about it and learned about it and reflected on my own experience the more I'm like it it's it's not my brother that 
was the problem. It was the environment, right? Mm. The environment was not supportive to him and um, triggered him and was challenging for him. And, and honestly, now as uh, we are kind of, you know, our, our proper adults, I get it yes. at this point, adult siblings together. Um, he's like one of my easiest people in my life. Um, mm. he's so easy to hang out with, so easy, so easy to draw boundaries. It's so easy to say no to my autistic sibling because he's like, cool, I get it. You know, he's not going to like <laughs> start drama with me or, you Oh know, yeah, he's going to be like, okay, or yeah, like, yeah. or ask you why, but then, you know, you yeah. can, but you can tell him and be, give him a real explanation and help yes. him find. I'm never yeah. going to be like, oh, he's, he's going to be like, you know, talking about me to a bunch of people. Oh, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's such a, a like a, a freeing relationship or, you know, being mm. able to go for a cup of coffee with him and being like, I don't want to talk. Is that okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah I feel very fortunate to have him yeah it's I, I'm gonna see my sister in a couple of months this year so I'm, I'm excited because it, it'll be it'll be like the second time I see her like in her housing and then my husband gets to come this time because um, the other time I just went by myself so I'm, I'm excited because that's that's something I've been wanting for a long time. And I mean, like, we we had planned all this stuff and then the pandemic happened. So obviously, like, all of those things got thrown out the yeah. window. But I've been really wanting just to spend, like, time with her away from my parents and then with my husband. Because it's just, like, that's, like, the, the thing that continuously impresses me and blows my mind is, like, the relationship that my husband and my sister have with each other. Because it's, like... Like, I, I just like watching it because it fascinates me so much because it's just, like, I... Like, she she's a very people person, but it's just... Yeah, they have their own bond that, like... it, it I, I love it because it's, like, I never... I had never... I would have never guessed that she had the capacity to do that yeah. with a person that just wasn't me or my parents, right? And then, and even then, like, you know... I'm still her sister, so I'm sure, like, there's still stuff where she's like, yeah, like, you know. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. 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 I, like, it's it's so interesting, like, the different dynamics and, like, mm. you know, how unique it is for every person. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, so many good things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there anything else? I feel like we we kind of like talked about writing. But was there anything else that you wanted to bring up or talk about? No, I was. Thank you so much for having like such an open and honest conversation with me about our siblings. I really appreciate it, and I think it, it's really helpful for other siblings out there to just hear these conversations. Yeah, I I'm looking forward to like. Yeah, just me talking to more sibs and more sibs listening to like to to other people's perspective because you just there's so many of us out there like it's exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. super exciting. Yeah. Uh, so I guess to close off us close us off, our last question is going to be: Are there any words of encouragement um that you would like to share with our fellow siblings listening out there? Oh gosh. Um, I guess. Um, I think things that have like um, helped me when, you know, uh, my brother was struggling more is, 
just thinking like one day at a time mm -hmm. and um a words of encouragement could be you know i've seen my brother really go through a lot um and come out the other end and and be like a very calm and have some really great skills um yeah. so sometimes it, it's a journey right so um most yeah. definitely <laughs> yeah cool well cool. thank you for being on the podcast thank you so much yeah thanks for inviting me Thanks for listening to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast. I hope you had a good time listening and feel encouraged in your own journey as a sibling to someone with special needs. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends. And if you want to hear more stories, please subscribe to the show. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, the show can't happen without you. All special needs siblings have their own unique stories, challenges, family dynamics, and lots of life to talk about and explore. This podcast is here to let you know that you're not alone and that you matter. If you would like to be on the show or just chat off the record, please contact me. My info is in the show notes. Until next time, this is the Special Needs Sibling Podcast.